0: Welcome to Doctrine and Devotion, a podcast exploring Christian faith and practice and the stressors of a relationship with Jimmy Fowler. My name is Joe Thorne. I am the lead pastor of Redeemer Fellowship in St. Charles, Illinois. And I'm Jimmy Fowler, Elder Canda at Redeemer Fellowship. You still mad, bro? I'm not mad. I was never you, mad. Oh, my goodness. We got in a fight at dinner. All right. We stop. Got in a fight why, at dinner. why do you use well, I'm not using anything. I'm just saying that we were at value. dinner and you were a big jerk face. No, and we got into not. a fight about it. You were a, no, right, you were were a are big baby. About? No, no, you were a you big were jerk baby. face. We, Joe, I was all excited to share something with you. Yep. Really cool, great ideas. And you no, but you were dismissing you, my concerns. No, you and you wouldn't. No, I you dismissed your poo poo. Yo, you you poo pooed on the idea. I was just trying to get going. I'm like, hey, no, but check it out. This listen, is gonna be awesome. And I've been texting you. It's gonna be so awesome. Can't wait to tell you. And mm-hmm. I sit down to tell
1: you, and you're like, mm, really? Why do I care? And I was like, <laughs> is that heck, what I did? Is that, I'm that what I did? Share this with you. No, all I wanted. You know, when you were dismissing my concerns, it couldn't give me a straight answer. That
0: was not the time for your concerns. The time was for me to share. You could bring up the concerns after I share. No, 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 totally. No, why not? I can do what I. That's said But you could
1: But you know what? You could have said, "Hey, man, let me just first get this out I and tried. let's address those." I tried. No, you didn't. And you then just, you were you're like, you're, no. "You're dismissing me." No, you, no, like, because all you kept saying is, "It's unimportant. It's unimportant. It's unimportant. Not important." Not important. Not important. Not important. Trust me. Yeah, that's what you kept saying. Right, yeah. Trust but just me. Trust me. while I'm trying to say. No, Absolutely. all you had to say was, "Hey, Jim, I'm really excited. Can you just let me get through this?" And that's then the let's same could, thing. No, hey, it's not. Trust me. Trust me is not that. Yeah, it is. No, you, so you you're can't trust me. No, you're saying trust me. And in quotes or in brackets, you're saying. Wait, are dismiss- quotes or brackets uh, uh, qu- your quoted brackets? My quoted brackets That's <laughs> not quote- a thing. Yeah, yeah. There, there's is, brackets you- and there's quotes in that bracket because this mm-hmm. quote is what you're saying. Okay, within the brackets, the subtext of what you're saying when you're saying "trust me" is, "Hey, what you're saying doesn't matter. So forget it." Well, and first just of all, to what I have
0: to say that's not what I was saying, though. It didn't matter.
1: That's not what I was see, saying. That's a, see, Come that's just something. That. No, you were dismissing my concerns. Boy, and all nobody, cares d- about, oh, nobody cares you're about the Nobody cares. your
0: dismissive attitude towards me. No, you're dismissive. All they care about is everybody. That I was trying to share something that would have like been really helpful and been awesome, and I was excited about it. And you still don't know because yeah. you rang and, and on the parade.
1: So, right. you know, take a moment and mm-hmm. figure out how to answer questions and have a conversation. And yeah, then we'll no, I
0: will. I will with my new podcast host. That's what I'm going to do.
1: Oh, well, yeah, we could
0: do that with Samuel Stevens. He just wrote an email. And, uh, Samuel Stevens wrote this email, and he said, uh, the, "the the sermon, uh, the email subject is plagiarism and the pre-made sermon." He says, "this Hey guys, love what you do. Maybe you have already spoken on this in the past, but dot dot dot. I've seen more and more pastors using pre-packaged sermon series, and while I don't feel comfortable calling it sin, it's okay, dude. I'll do that." I can't really stomach it. My little family has been looking for a church for about two months now, and it's hard not to Google every sermon at the church we visit to see if they actually wrote it. Well, Samuel, we are happy to talk about stolen sermons. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're going to jump right on in because uh, it's actually, you're right, more common than you know. Super common. And people are both. Plagiarizing and th- so there's there's two issues going on here, right? That we see, there are people that that will steal someone's sermon and pass it off as their own. Yep. And then there are people that will use or purchase prepackaged sermons, right? Yeah, there are
1: companies out there. There are Christian companies or Christian organizations out there, or or gurus like you can use my sermon. Use my sermon. I guess I'm th- no. If you know what, bone, Never mind. The, the ones I'm thinking say. about is all like the they do all the research for you.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. But no, these are guys that'll say. If my bullet fits your gun, go ahead and use it.
1: That's what they say. Uh, okay.
0: Yeah. Those, those are Southern Baptists. Okay. That's how they say it.
1: That's how they say it? Or is That's that, how that, they say it? Is that the actual catchphrase?
0: Oh, That is the actual catchphrase, okay, right, yes. Yeah. If my gun fits well, I'm going to trust you. All right. yeah, <laughs> Finally. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So let's talk about these two different
1: things. If we're yeah. talking about plagiarism when it comes to sermons, what are we talking about? What we're talking about is is someone uh, taking somebody else's sermon or their work, and as you mentioned it, passing it off as their own. Okay. They they take it, uh, changing very little yep. of it. No attribution. No attribution or anything like that. They just take it. They don't give credit. They don't cite credit. They just preach it as if that was their sermon. And we got guys doing this, and they will actually pull like personal
0: anecdotes. From other people and they'll tell it as if it happened to them. How could you take a personal uh, antidote and and act like it's your world? The smartest plagiarizers, that's why. It's really embarrassing. I've had people that I know well do this and get busted doing it. Wow. Wow. taking famous preacher sermons. By the way, if you're gonna steal sermons, Maybe not the super famous ones. Yeah, yeah. maybe <laughs> maybe not John Piper. I don't know. Uh, yeah, you can take Mark Joe Thorn sermons anytime time. you want. But back in the day, we like I knew guys that were taking uh, Piper sermons and Driscoll sermons and Keller sermons and passing them off as their own.
1: I just don't understand.
0: Okay, yeah, all right. So plagiarism. Yeah. Well, you and you know why. They do that because they. You know, I don't have time or I didn't have time, whatever. We'll get yeah. into that stuff later. All right, so that's plagiarism. But then we've got the prepackaged sermon that you were talking about earlier. So what do you what do you mean? There are people that are selling the sermon. What are they doing?
1: Yeah, well, I'm, I'm thinking there's two separate things. The one I'm thinking of is I'm not actually sure if it's, I don't like it. I wouldn't do it. You're talking about docent. Is that what it's called?
0: Yeah. So the the groups that do the research for you that's and then send it. you a redux. All right, I'm okay with people like
1: wanting some of that.
0: I don't. Yeah, I, 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 I wouldn't do that's it. So what that's about.
1: what I was originally thinking, but now I'm actually I, I know what we're talking about here is <clears throat> some people will um, they will craft the sermon for you, right? They you give them kind of what sermon series you're going through. Maybe you fill out a questionnaire of some sort, and they give you this prepackaged intro antidote. Here's your four or five points. That you should use? Did you say through- antidote? Yeah, antidote, antidote, antidote.
0: What? What's Wait, it called? So an, an antidote. What's an antidote? antidote. Well, that's something a- that it counteracts a poison. No, there's it's something an an- in there. Do you mean
1: anecdote? Anecdote. That's. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, antidote. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about. Sure. So yeah, they they have the antidote, and mm-hmm. you got that. Your three or four, you know, uh, points points, and then maybe some sort of closing illustration. In fact. Um, uh, oftentimes, what's happening now
0: is that big pastor churches, or big church pastors, <laughs> big, big pastor, pastor churches, churches. Well, you know, like, oh, they're just large pastors, yes, they're big pastors. You know, so, the, so they're Little all so Baptists. Yeah, yeah, ba- absolutely. Um, big church pastors who have a big platform. Well, some of them are increasingly saying, "Here is a here is a sermon series. Here's a campaign that I've built, and you can use it or you can buy it, but you can take it." And you can use the graphics, you can use the outlines, you can use all this stuff and just replicate what I'm preaching in yeah. your place because obviously what I'm doing is better than what you're going yeah, to do, it, so you should do it's, my stuff. It's
1: tried and true. Yeah, it's
0: trusted. It's
1: Yeah, trusted, unlike, unlike Joe.
0: Yeah, nobody wants to know. No, You don't want to follow Jimmy's hand gestures or my, my head mopping with my <laughs> hand. So if you've been listening to the, our previous podcast, you know what I'm talking about. So, yeah, now, so these are different things, right? Plagiarism is clearly yeah. sin. You're stealing, you're yeah, pretending, absolutely. you're lying. And when you're talking about pre-packaged sermons, that's not theft, it's just weak, right? It's yeah. just, uh, like, and we have, we, have, we have problems with it. We think are, so here's the thing, if you're plagiarizing sermons, you have no business in the pulpit. You have no, no business being none pastor. All. Resign. Go away. Yeah. Be done. That's that because this is such so central to the work of pastor. Uh, you you I mean you got some stuff to work through. But there is a temptation for people doing the prepackaged sermons, um, and while it may not be sin, um, there are problems, and yeah. we have some concerns with it.
1: Yeah. One, I think people do because they're just flat out lazy right they don't want to put the work in they don't want to they don't want to put the work um <clears throat> into study they don't want to put the work uh i think their heart work right mm-hmm. on themselves cuz as you're as you're crafting a sermon as you're preparing for a sermon as you're studying for a sermon you're you're not only getting ready to preach the gospel to the congregation you're getting ready to preach the gospel to yourself that's the that's the bulk of the work on the front end of sermon prep Yeah. it's just preaching it to yourself taking it into
0: your own heart Confronting yourself with the with the law and the promises of God. That's right. So people, I think, are just lazy. Yeah, I think that there's, way. There's definitely laziness, and then there's busyness. Yeah, right. Sometimes pastors ha, don't have a good grasp on their schedule. They don't allot the their proper. time
1: management is like it'd be like if they you know double booked themselves and missed a meeting. You know, yeah. an important meeting, a coffee meeting with somebody. Right. You know. Yeah, don't do that. Don't do
0: that. Follow, like, don't do what I say and not what I do is that's what i saying that, right that's, that's exactly that's what, what you're saying. At. <laughs>
1: um,
0: so, yeah, you, you have to be able to say uh, my schedule must be managed yep. because there are certain things that are critically important to my ministry, and one of the most important is sermon preparation. Correct. Because one of the most important things that I do is I preach. Or I teach, so you've got to give adequate time. Now, what is that tw- time? Uh, Ryan you will say you can do it in eight hours or less. Mm-hmm. I like to say twelve hours or less. Um, some people say it's got to be twenty hours. Look, whatever it is, twenty it. hours. I know these people that aren't doing pastoral ministry. Um, <laughs> but what I'm saying is, is you, you got to figure it out and stick to it, yeah. because. There's no excuse. If this is that important, if this is
1: a big deal, then make the time. So, so that you're means you're lazy to make sure, or yeah. you're too busy. Or you're too busy. And that means then you need to be better at figuring out and carving time and setting time aside and saying, like, Joe is really good at this. Mondays is his non-meeting day. Yeah, That's except his, for
0: this coming Monday when Pat booked us a meeting.
1: Well, that's between without asking. You and Pat. That's between you and Pat. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it is. Oh, yeah. that's <laughs> between you and yeah. Pat there. So, I mean, you know that. But so normally Joe is good about uh, making sure that his Mondays are clear. Oh, I'm, I'm great about it. Pat's not. No. <laughs> so making sure you carve out that time and saying, this is when I know I'm going to study. I'm not going to have meetings. I'm going to set aside this 12 hours or eight hours or whatever it is, 15 hours. My, my days are only five hours. Your days are only five. five hour days. I am going to set this time aside to focus on this. So my other big concern, though, we you know we talked about the laziness of, we talked about the time management aspect, but I think there's also a disconnect, yeah, with these things, right? right. When you're plagiarizing or or taking a prepackaged sermon, what you're essentially doing is you're having someone else write a message that was tailored for a person's individual context and culture and congregation and congregation, right? And trying to plant that or force that onto Mm -hmm. your
0: own. Yeah. Square peg round hole, right? In a sense, to some degree. Um, God has given you the responsibility to teach or to preach to a particular group of people at a particular time and address their particular issues with the unchanging truth of God's Word. And that means that you have to tailor the application of God's Word to them specifically. And so if you're just borrowing somebody else's general catch-all application, or if you're just borrowing somebody's specific application for their group— It's not necessarily going to work because sometimes the application is going to be specifically different for uh, Doug Logan's church versus our church here in the Midwest versus another church uh, up on the West Coast. Correct. So we've got three different regions, three different cultures and contexts with three different congregations made up of different kinds of people. The application is going to be very different. The 2018 Doctrine and Devotion Conference is just around the corner, but there's
1: still time to register. It's going to be bigger than last year, and that's thanks to our seven sponsors. We Wait, have seven? Seven? Oh, yes, we big time now. That's a holy number. B Academic, who put out the Spurgeon Study Bible. There's Moody Publishers, who put out your three books. We got Logos Bible Software. We got MissionAware. We got Legacy Dads. It's uh, all yeah, going to be cool. great.
0: Yeah, and we also have uh, some amazing coffee uh, that's roasted locally here by Fresh yeah. Ground Roast, and the coffee is brought to you by Crossway Publishers and Soldiers of Christ. Prison Ministries, led by Scott Kalis out of Redeemer Fellowship. This is a ministry where Scott disciples men who are incarcerated, helping them to become better followers of Christ and better
1: dads as they exit the prison system. So you do not want to miss out on this. Go to DrDevotion.com and register now. So, Joe, what does it say about the heart of the individual that that plagiarizes or takes a a prepackaged sermon? Well, I, I can't speak to, to
0: motives uh specifically with people but i i, I do think that the, the danger is as it relates to the heart of the preacher one is you're less likely to be engaged in the hard work of heart work when it comes to sermon prep because mm. you're supposed to be digging into the word and applying it to yourself um i also think we're much more likely to trust the sermon over the scripture yeah you don't trust the sermon You trust the scripture. And so if I'm I'm like, oh man, I can't wait to use, you know, Big Baller Preacher's um, special campaign on this, you get hyped about that series more than the scripture that's supposed to be unpacked in that series. So I think there are some heart issues at at play there. Um, I think to
1: put a fine point on it, I think think there's a lack of faith. I think there's a lack of trust in what God has uh, gifted the preacher uh, to do right because i think for some people it, like you mentioned before there's a, maybe a laziness or time management or whatever else i think for other people there's a there's this thought of i'm not as good Fear. as them yeah yeah right and so they're they're afraid uh they're insecure and so they don't trust that god that the spirit of god will move in and through them mm-hmm. as powerfully as the spirit would move through somebody else's sermon Here,
0: and here's the thing jimmy and i say this all the time because we talk about this stuff and all the elders here talk about this. We would rather hear humble Bob's sermon that he labored over all week and preached. Uh, and maybe it's his first sermon, or maybe it's not yeah. like a super dynamic sermon. We would rather him him. We would rather hear him preach the word that he has been studying, applying to himself, and is now applying to me. Than hear some, than hear him preach somebody else's slick message, mm-hmm. um, that is alliterated and super cool. Absolutely, I would much rather hear this guy. I would preach.
1: much, I, I would much rather hear if Joe wasn't able to come out on a Sunday because of weather, right? Because of weather, oh, snow. I just wasn't feeling it. Or no, stop it because of weather because he snowed or it snowed. and He I snowed in. in. I slept in. No, he had snowed in. Slept I would in. rather hear one of the elders give a 15 minute devotion of what they studied, what they read that morning. And let's talk about that. Bottom
0: line. All right. So we, we train preachers here. Yeah. All right. We take that seriously. Um, And, uh, and we have some great preachers here. None of our preachers here, as far as I'm aware, would ever feel comfortable plagiarizing or using one of those things. In fact, our preachers here, especially the ones that have now had the opportunity to stand up on a Sunday and preach, Uh, They would never do this. They would never. Now, listen, I've talked to men. I've talked to men who are no longer in ministry. I can think of a couple of examples who they said, listen, I started borrowing other people's sermons because I just ran out of time and I didn't have enough time. Uh, And that boggles our minds. Yeah, no, I Because what Jimmy is saying is um, if you've got 15 minutes to prep before you have to preach. That's enough time. That's enough time. It, you basically, you have to work with the time that God gives you. If he gives you a week, great, use the week. Um, if He gives you, And you could say, well, he, I'm, I have 10 hours this week than I can give. Great, mm-hmm. that'll be enough. I have 20 hours. Great, that'll be enough. Um, all right, I've got 15 minutes before I have to preach. That's going to be that, enough. Yeah. Use that time to get your thoughts together, to write down a few things on a piece of paper, and you're good to go your Bible and go. That's going to bless people more than you stealing somebody else's sermon, which probably isn't even that good. Anyways, especially oh, if you try to preach it, because you're not that good of a preacher anyways. <laughs> um, and it was good because they preached it in their context and they're yep. gifted preachers. The yep.
1: reason that you, that they're preaching their sermons and you're preaching yours. to That's it. I mean, one of the things that I had to learn as a preacher was learn to say, okay, I'm done. Yeah, I'm done. This is it's it. It's finished. It's finished. I'm not going to sit here and nitpick it for the next 24 hours or right. 48 hours. Uh, whatever so Saturday night, are
0: you and I thinking about our sermons on Sunday morning? Are we stressing about it? No, I'm done. No. No, we've prayed it up. We're relaxing. We're, I mean, I'm with
1: my family. I'm yeah. chilling. I'm relaxing. That's just yeah. the way it goes. That,
0: that's. I think that's a way healthier way to do it. Oh, yeah. Everybody's different. I know some guys are really working on their sermons on Saturday night. Man, I'm not anywhere near my sermon on Sunday night. I'm just relaxing with the fam. It's and that's time it. To chill.
1: So, I mean, I think, you know, uh, if you only had 15 minutes, like if I only had 15 minutes preparing, I've had that situation. Yep. Oh, it's happened to Pat, too. It's yeah. happened to a few people here. I'll, whatever I read that morning or I, God's been impressing on my heart that week, that's what you're hearing. It might it's not going to be the best sermon in the world. It's only going to be ten to fifteen, no, maybe you, twenty minutes. You'll
0: you'll have thirty minutes, but
1: the point, <laughs> no, you would. You you could. If you had 50 minutes
0: of prep, you'll have thirty.
1: Minutes, if right. I had fifteen minutes, of well, oh, yeah, because yeah. I'm long winded and, and, and big mouth and big mouth. Yeah. <laughs> that's pretty but much. But you got it. a big brain repeat, to back it up. I just so repeat okay. a lot of things that I've said. Lots in the past. of repetition. Lots of, hand gestures. of repetition.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, listen, like so. It doesn't. Don't worry about the length. Give them the word of God. Yeah, that's, that's it. God, that's the power. It's not the length of the sermon. So just do your thing, right? You And and here's the thing. I don't have anything to say. Like, well, okay. I... I'm confused. You only will have nothing to share if you haven't been in the word.
1: Yeah, that's so it. are you saying
0: you haven't been in the word this week? I mean, th- this is very confusing for me. Oh, I, I didn't yeah. have time to prepare my sermon or I've, I've got 20 minutes. I called, I called Jimmy the other day. Cause uh, not the other day, a few weeks ago, because I was, my streets hadn't been plowed. I could not, I was stuck in the snow. I couldn't get out. Yeah. So I called you how long before the sermon service was supposed to start? 40 minutes. And what did I say? Uh, I'm snowed in. I need you to preach. And had you prepared a sermon? No. But what did you say? I'll talk to you later. That's what a, he's said. Like, I'm on it. I'm on it. Yeah, I, I, I got to get off the phone. And by the grace of God.
1: Oh, and by Jeff Willie,
0: <laughs> Pastor Jeff has a plow, and he came and he plowed my whole street and got me out of there. And I was able to come in late to the service, but I did preach. And yeah. so all Jimmy had to handle was communion, Lord's Supper. Yeah, yeah, it so. was easy. Um, But he was ready to go. Like, he just would have done it.
1: And, and I already knew what passage. As soon as you said, I'm like, okay. This is the passage I'm gonna preach we're on? In the word. Yeah, this is word, this is what God's been working on me. So then Joe, what's the benefit though? What's the benefit of doing your own sermons, right? right? Like what's the benefit of the study? What's the benefit of the preparing? What's the benefit of the praying? Uh when in as opposed to stealing um or taking a prepackaged sermon. Uh
0: all the time that we put in to the intake of God's Word, to use Don Whitney's language, uh, all the time that we put into the intake of God's Word, the study, the meditation, the writing, the journaling, the commentary work, all that time is not only feeding our faith, but it is forming our character. God is using it to sanctify us. He is using those things to not only form thoughts and opinions and convictions, but to stir us up in our affections so that there is real passion behind what we're preaching. How am I supposed to get passionate behind... uh, Big baller preachers sermon who, uh, how am I going to get passionate about that? I can't get passionate about that unless I'm just going to fake it. But real affection comes from being stirred by the spirit of God as I'm meditating on the word of God, putting in the hard work. You know what? Anybody that's done real Bible reading and study and prep knows that there are times when your stomach is turned in a knot when you're just trying to read it and understand it. And you're like, what am I supposed to do? Like, it can be hard. You can sweat wrestling. Right. Yeah. You're like, oh my gosh, I don't know. Like there's my stomach shakes sometimes when I'm studying, and that's because you're hungry. I am usually very hungry unless Jimmy takes me to Barrel and Rye, <laughs> and then like today I had that.
1: I had that okay, continue. Boy, sorry, I had, I had like
0: meatloaf grilled cheese. No, uh, was pot yeah, roast. Pot, what's the difference? Pot roast. Pot roast
1: meat is different than meatloaf. Pot loaf. roast is the same thing. No, right? it's not. It's not. No, I think it's the, it's the same. same thing. No, but it's pot roast and uh, grilled cheese. No, lamb. Those meat two no, are those are the same. No, okay. I didn't have the lamb though. I had the pot. No, roast. It's pot the roast same. grilled cheese. It
0: was good though. Yeah, it's
1: just the lamb. It some different on there. I like that. I, I did want that. That uh, horse rash. Yep. All right. So so I think along with that, though, Joe, the yeah. benefit I think you're talking about is God is it's it's. there's a work on the preacher's heart. Yeah. Right. There's a work that's going on in them. But I think also it's an act of faith. Yeah. It's an act of faith, trusting and believing mm-hmm. that the spirit of God will be moving that morning. Yeah. And one of the things that we say a lot to our preachers is
0: um, and to the guys in pastoral development is your best bet is to always be feeding people from what's growing in your life. Now, that's not something that we made up. I heard it from somebody a long time ago. But in other words, you're feeding people from what's growing in your life. In other words, you've got to be cultivating your faith, reading the Word, growing spiritually because that gives you all the fruit necessary to be feeding to other people because you're already impacted by it, you're passionate about yep. it, you're benefiting from it, you're changing, now you can feed them. So uh, I'll just go ahead and say it to all of our listeners. Mm. If you are buying prepackaged sermons, oh, stop it. Mm. And if you're plagiarizing sermons, quit. Repent. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, um, confess. Mm. And, uh, and recognize that none of us are great preachers no hopefully we're all by the grace of god good preachers i I don't think i'm a great preacher but i'm confident that i'm a good preacher Uh, hey uh but i'm confident that i'm I'm a good preacher not because i've got great skills but because the lord has seen fit to gift and use me just like he does most of the other pastors that i know um so be confident in god's calling get be confident in God's gifting but most of all be confident be confident in and uh in god's word uh, because that is what he uses to convict to convert and to transform
1: man love to hear your thoughts you can follow us on instagram and twitter at doc and devo or on facebook slash doctrine and devotion you can head on the website drvotion.com that you can contact us you can send up for the email blast or hit up the store and sign up for the what is it 2018 doctrine and devotion conference and hey, that's on the spirit you.
0: and the church oh man three hundred almost there we got by
1: now well i don't know maybe probably four hundy. <laughs> this thing here. Fresh pot every Monday and Thursday. Blog posts on Wednesdays. It's video content sure. when available later. Definitely
0: got 300. We're <laughs> not.